Welcome to Don't Be Alarmed, We're Negroes, the podcast where we take a colorful look at life, diversity, and the game of golf from the other side of the green. Over the next hour and change, you will definitely hear explicit perspectives penetrating your ear. Enjoy! Don't be alarmed, we're Negroes. Yo, hey, Suge, we're back for another week, man. Hey, I have something special for you, Suge. As you know, I'm in the building. And I'm here, too. The champ is here! Oh, my goodness. The champ is here! We got to listen to that again two weeks in a row. Oh, no, we're going to go. I mean, I put in all that work, and I won. But the champ is in the building. How are you, Suge? I'm chilling, man. Chilling. Chilling with the champ, uh, as I've heard many times and as our, our listeners have heard many times, too. For sure. But, uh, yes. Glad to be here, man. We got a really good show for y'all in, uh, this episode, so we're glad you're back with us. Indeed, and we have special guests, too. But before we get to the special guests, give us a rundown of what we're going to talk about. Well, this episode, we're going to cover the golf news of the week. We're going to get into last week's recaps of the Northern Trust and the LPGA AIG Women's Open. We're going to get into this week's, uh, you know, the PGA tournaments. They, there's two left. So we got the BMW Championship and then the Solheim Cup uh, for the ladies on the LPGA side. Yeah, That's actually in a couple of weeks. So, you know, we're, we're going to break down the BMW for you this time and we'll get to the Solheim Cup next time. Nice. Uh, but the diversity topic, uh, this is a messed up story, but I think it's it's one we're going to bring to light. Police were called over slow play for women of color, which is, uh, yeah, we're going to talk about that one. Yeah. Um, the front nine, the top female R&B artists, the back nine, we're going to get to, we have some OG don't be alarmed questions for our guests. Oh, love it. Yeah. So it'll be good to chop it up with black golf babes. And then uh, what are we hating on? Our, our regular weekly segments. Yeah. The gigging golf song of the week. We're going to take y'all back to Aaliyah and one in a million man uh at 20 years yeah right crazy her anniversary so crazy years yeah well ahead of her time and truly missed uh we're going to and then we'll give you the final shout outs to close the show love it well we got two special guests in the building uh sugar and salt um you know you got to be fly to get on their page you got to know how to play golf they're changing the future of golf these ladies run the OG Golf Bay page for minority women. Mm-hmm. If you're dope and you golf, you'll find yourself there. Let's welcome Tori and Maria from Black Golf Babes. How are you, ladies? Give it up for them, y'all. Hello. Uh, this is Maria. I'm good. Um, Tori, go ahead. Hi, this is Tori. I'm amazing. That was a great intro. <laughs> thank you that was an amazing intro thank you for that so uh before we get into the golf news of the week uh give the listeners a little rundown of who you are and how your your brand came to be so tori 
Okay, I'll start it off. So I am Tori. I am still currently in college. I play for UNLV. Uh, this is my last year, so last year equals the best year. So I'm excited. Um, I do plan on going professional uh, after LPGA. Nice. And yeah, basically, uh, Marie and I we started Black Golf Babes not too long ago, actually. Yeah, I don't... Like five months ago. Yeah. It's actually, a funny story. I think we were sitting in my car. We were, we were definitely we were eating shaved ice, and we we're like just talking about golf and like her career and like I had just finished my you know golf career I graduated from Long Beach State and I wasn't gonna pursue playing professionally we're just talking about golf and how you know we don't really see as many girls like us out there on the golf course as many African-American girls we're like wondering how many actually are out there you know let's just dedicate an Instagram page to highlighting the girls that are already out there and so that we could connect with them and meet them and see how many people were out there like us yeah because when we were on because we're always on Instagram and we actually had a few other things that we were working on as well um but nothing golf related and so we were kind of like well why don't we have anything golf related when we play golf we played golf our lives you know why not um and I think one thing especially why I really wanted to do it um was because we only saw golf babes which have you heard of that account it's the other it's like yeah popular Instagram account and they don't I mean not to like hate on them or shout them out um but they don't post any minority golfers and we were like why not and that's that's a really good point because I remember we had DM them photos because that's how you get on these pages and that's how you can get on our page as well just tag us or DM us a photo of you um but we had sent them like photos of us over like a month or like two months, like repeatedly sending them photos of us. Good photos too, high quality. <laughs> yeah, good photos. And <laughs> they just were like, oh, they would like our like stuff that we would send and be like, oh yeah, great photo. Like, yeah, we'll do. And then it would just never happen. Never happen. And we realized, we started looking through it and we're just like, there actually are just no black girls on here. Mm. <laughs> so... <laughs> Next caller. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest, that's how a lot of girls like grow their pages is they get on pages like this and then mm-hmm. people see them and then will go follow them. So people that are trying to have like a big presence on Instagram need to be featured on these kind of pages. Yeah. So if there was like black girls trying to grow their Instagram and they're not getting put on these pages, we made a platform for them to like have a like spotlight shined on them. So mm-hmm. that was all put into one thing and it turned out to be black golf babe. So <laughs> but I like, but I, I think what, I think what is unique about what you're doing is you're bringing together two things that normally don't go together. Right. And you're bringing light to it. And I think that that's important. So showing younger generations or people that even are your age or even, you know, some people that might want to get out there and just play, they're going to see that and maybe, you know, could be inspired by that. So I think, you know, kudos to what you're doing. Continue to push forward. Um, I, it's it's great to see. Well, and I'm yeah. glad it's called Babes because there are some orangutans out there. You know, you 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 ain't just featuring nobody on them pages, man. You know what I'm saying? So I appreciate that. You know what? That is so funny because <laughs> no. we're actually we're back. We were back and forth between black golf babes or changing it to like black golf girls. 
And we're just like, I don't know, is it like sexualizing people too much? And we're like going back and forth between it. We're like, you know what? We're just gonna stick to um, stick the name stick, that we picked. Yep. Stick to what you're comfortable with and and I can't believe you just said that, E, but yeah, I thought dang. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. All right. Okay. All right. Then, then <laughs> and I'm I, sure they could all be you the golf. Let's I'll, see. Let's take it to the golf course. I want to see what happens. Like y'all are filtering these pictures. Y'all ain't just putting everybody up there. <laughs> no. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, not true. Very inclusive. This is an inclusive Instagram page. Okay. Yeah, all the way. All right. We're gonna send y'all some real messed up pictures during our rounds with some fucked up faces. That's all. It just, yep. And I want to see them yeah, up yeah, on there. Like, what's up happening? On the page. We will. We'll put you on the story. You won't be on the feed. But we'll put you in the story. All right. We're going to send you some really rough yabba dabba dudes, man. We're going to see. Yep. So, Suge, let's. Uh, we do. You know, we golf with some ugly cats, too. So, we'll, we'll, oh, we'll take unc- some pictures. That's I'm just, uncalled I'm just for. playing, fellas. I'm just playing, man. Uncalled for. So, hey, hey let's, let's get into our. Welcome to the Negro Golf News. So Negro news, uh, you know, Tiger was featured for his, what was it, 20, 25 years? 25 right. years of 25 playing, years and he's the GOAT. What if he never played? How would you guys feel about that? Who would be the GOAT then? If Tiger Woods had never played golf? Yeah. Like a different reality where Tiger Woods didn't exist. This is like Marvel shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a different, a whole other timeline. Okay. Um, I, I mean, Tiger has just been such an important part of my, like, childhood, golf career. I just got so much inspiration from Tiger. I don't know. I feel like my thing, my whole thing is, like, when I was younger, I kind of felt out of place on the golf course a little bit, but it always gives you that sense of security, knowing that the number one is Tiger. The number one is a fellow black person. Right. So, like... <laughs> I mean, that's just always what gave me confidence stepping out onto the golf course. So, honestly, without Tiger, I really don't know. I I don't even know if I would have, like, stuck with the game, to be honest. Same. I don't think – I mean, I don't think there is a world (laughs) without – like, in in the golf world, I don't think – it wouldn't even exist. I mean, seriously, like, if you really think about it, I don't think – I think he was put – on this earth for a reason and you know i believe that everyone has a purpose in their life whatever that is and i think that was his purpose to you know start the diversity and start changing the game of golf because that's really what he did so i think i couldn't even imagine i don't think i don't think we would be where we are now Mm -hmm. i 100 percent agree with both you know what you said and i mean i i think that it's interesting what you just said too, uh, Tori, when you're talking about like people are put on this earth for a specific reason. I agree with that. And, you know, and I'll take it to something that I watched recently and it was, I think it was America's got talent or something like that. And they had this, there was a very young adopted black girl who one day she just said, I want to, she heard opera music. She said, I just want to do that. And her parents, they, she had no like real training or anything, but they gave her the opportunity to do it. And this this young lady can now sing opera, and you would think she's been classically trained her whole life. Yeah. 
but it's weird how people find their their talent. I think Tiger was pushed a lot to be great, but I think that it something had to be born with it. You know, you, you're born with it, right? No, so good point on that. Yeah. One well, good, good and bad. You know, the parking mm-hmm. parking lot pimping and all. We, you know, we we good with it. You know, it's, it's, I didn't. I, I have such a perfect view of like my, my Tiger Woods. Like I didn't even watch the Tiger Woods expose film. Mm-hmm. Not, oh yeah, I, I can't do that. See, but it's different. So let me ask you uh, ask you this, Maria. So you said that he was, you know, Tiger was such a big part of your part of your growing up. Did you ever? Were you? Did you ever get a chance to and uh, to see him? Either one of you. Did you ever get a chance to watch him play? Yeah, actually. I mean, I watched him in uh, like two professional events, I believe. And then it's kind of hard to watch Tiger, to be honest, because there's so many people. But um, so I watched him in a couple of professional events. And then I used to play for a um, there was this thing in Oakland that was like for minority youth. And you could go out there and they just taught you like driving, chipping and putting. And it was like really I, w- I was in there for like five years at that point. And then Tiger Woods actually donated I think originally he was supposed to fly out and come give us a clinic, but it was right when his dad had passed and he couldn't fly out. So he actually donated like 10 tickets to fly us out to the uh, Tiger Woods Learning Center in Anaheim. And we had this huge competition of everyone and I ended up getting one of those tickets. So Tiger Woods (laughs) flew me out to Anaheim basically. And um, I went to the Tiger Woods Learning Center and watched a clinic he put on. That's wow. Thanks. Wow. Thank you, Tiger. Yeah. Thank <laughs> you, Tiger. I can't top that. <laughs> um, no, uh, Tiger. He. I wouldn't say he's been that much of a role model to me as he has to Maria. I mean, I. I kind of started golf a little late. Maria's been playing ever since she could pick up a golf club. Yeah. Um, I kind of started late. I started like around 11, 12 years old, and I was still playing competitive soccer. So I was back and forth between golf and that, and then I finally decided that golf was my thing. Um, But I knew of Tiger, obviously, and, you know, I rooted for him. I still do, and all of that. But I I don't know. I just never really – I never really felt that connection with him. But I, like, met him when I was younger. Yeah, like I would say, I would say, yeah, that's probably the reason why. I mean, basketball all day. I mean, I love LeBron. Like, I feel like you know, you connected. You know, are you a Laker? Are you a Laker fan? I'm a LeBron fan. Okay, wherever he goes, I go. All right. Well, he's he's with the with the the great Los Angeles Lakers. We're sticking to golf. Okay, sorry. So I, have a, I do have a follow-up question, though. Um, so, you know, who did inspire both of you to kind of play golf then? Like what, you know, was it was it a certain, um, you know, lady on the PGA or or kind of what, what pushed you or, wh- or what does inspire you now? Do you want to go first or do you want me to go? I can, yeah. Um, for me, I was introduced to golf by my father, uh he was playing golf like before right before I was born he started playing and he's just one of those people that like picks up new sports gets really good at it and then like does something else but 
in the time where he was obsessed with golf, I was born. And then his main goal was to get me to get a college scholarship. Um, so I started golfing. And in the beginning, like, I was just young. I just did it because my dad, it was, like, fun. It was what me and my dad did to hang out. And then he would, like, offer, like, we would do, I remember we would go out to the driving range and he'd be like, if you hit it, like, at the, at the red pole, if you hit the red pole, we'll go get ice cream after. So, like, little games like that as a child made me, like, want to go out and play golf more. And then for me, what really, like, kick-started my golf career, I would say, was after I started playing competitively. As a child, I was super competitive. I still am. And that's like probably, I probably could have been good at any sport because my main drive is the competition. But yeah, as soon as I started playing competitively, I just was, I started getting better and better because I wanted to win basically was my thing. Nice. Yeah, I would, yeah, that's, that's great. I mean, amazing. Maria's so competitive. <laughs> you guys don't even understand. Like, we were just out playing. She came to Vegas to help me like, my stuff. And she, this girl has not played in, like, a month. And she's out there like it's a tournament. Like, she's like, getting mad. She starts getting mad. She's like, I don't think I can continue playing. I'm starting to get a little frustrated. I'm like, oh, no. Um, no, but I say uh, I'm actually the only golfer in my family, which is so funny. Hmm. Um, but I do come from a family of athletes. So my sister plays tennis and my dad was really good at basketball, was going to go pro with that, but then he had a major injury. So um, I kind of grew up in the world of sports, but I played soccer. Like I said, I played competitive. I was actually really good at that. One state cup, all of that. Uh, But then I almost tore my ACL. So when that happened, my dad was like, yeah, no, we're done. <laughs> You're going to, we got to find something else. You got to go to either golf or another sport. Hmm. So I kind of just chose golf, kind of like going back to the, you find your purpose type thing. I think that was kind of just the time to focus in on one sport. And yeah, that's pretty much all. My, my grandma got me into it, even though I don't know why she, I'm the only one who plays golf in my family. So I don't know where she got the idea from. But my first lesson, I was just really good. I had the talent, the natural talent, and I just went on from there. That's pretty much all. I just, I just got into it. Nice, very oh, nice. Yeah, you. you know who else has talent in golf? J.R. Smith, and he got cleared by the NCAA to go back to college and be on the golf team. So J.R. Smith is actually playing collegiate golf. Um. Reg, we've seen him here in Denver. Yeah. Um, hopefully hopefully he he uh doesn't take some of his habits with him. He's a little spacey. Yeah. 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 It happens yeah. here in Denver. You know, yeah. you, you know, sometimes you gotta like you like Tori said, find your purpose. Yeah. Find your purpose, young man. Find your purpose. Yeah, Tori, I mean, you know, he's it's time for J.R. Smith to find his man. And if if Golf and and giving it a second chance, I think, is a good thing. I think there's a lot of athletes out there that might have eligibility left, and I think it was a smart move for him to do that. So, you don't think he's taking away from other students, from other players? So I think about that, right? So what if he, what if he goes as a walk on? Because I'm pretty sure. So he's a walk on, but then he can bring some attention to the program, right? Because he was going to a HBCU, so he's yep. he's and he. What if he donates and 
maybe helps. Yeah, and kind of helps. Like, I don't know what the rules are there, but he can, you know, kind of help push that program out there. And maybe it'll bring some light and maybe they'll show show that program on TV a little bit. Yeah. And and one one thing I'll say is that I think when I when I we've kind of done some research in some of the, you know, the the HBCU programs. And when you look at who's on the golf team. There are actually students that are not of color that are on the that are on the golf team. So, I mean, that's interesting to me. And, it, and it's not. It's, I mean, I think if you you have to find a way to get to college any way that you can. So I don't want to knock anybody in their journey and their in their track to do that. But I, I I mean, I think it's important to see someone like J.R. Smith go back and to show that it's possible. And I think the attention maybe will bring more people that look like us to go and get those scholarships because they're yeah. available. They are. And that's the thing. Um, they're, our teams are not fully African-American because there aren't enough African-Americans to fill those teams. Exactly. So yeah. bringing more people of color into the game is what's going to fill our teams with African-American golfers. Yeah. Or just, I mean, just people yeah. of color. I mean, I think that's the, for me, it's, you know, um, you know, I, I just want to see more people get into golf that that have always been told you can't do something like this, right? Or they always feel like the door shut. Um, I think golf can open up. Like I mean, both of you are an example of that. You know, golf opens up a whole new world. It does. No, that's why I love what Steph Curry's doing with Howard Golf. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's like yep. he's going to put that that school on a really good really good space like yeah. he's doing so much with the team i mean he basically funds the team does he didn't he like start the program like the golfing program like there was even one before without him i think like yeah it, it went into yeah. default like it stopped in the 70s so it was without for a long time and then he brought it back so it's kind of cool Amazing. yep well that wraps it up for the Welcome to the Negro Golf News. Speaking of golf, Shug, we had some uh, golf tournaments this past weekend. Let's power through these golf tournaments and let's have some fun. We have questions. We have diversity topics. So let's mm-hmm. power through this golf and get to the fun stuff. So give us the rundown of the Northern Trust. Man, we got to give it up for our guy finally. Oh, man, we've been on Tony Finau for a long time. Man. And just to see him finally overcome the barrier and get that, get that, uh, that chip, um, it was real cool to see that. He's a very humble person. I love to see someone that that has dealt with adversity and you know continues to push through. And he's never said anything bad about anybody. He doesn't talk about anybody else bad on the tour. He's just to me. He say does what? Say huh? I like yeah. that. He's a good dude, man. Tony yeah. Finau, man, our, our my man, as, as Denzel would say, my man. So, um, you know, he he overcame this. He overcame a five year drought, one hundred and forty two tournaments before since he's won his last one. Yikes! Uh, to get the win in a playoff over Cameron Smith at the Northern Trust, man. So, you know, um, this moves him to number one in the FedEx Cup standings, and a uh, way to bring it back, Tony. You know, man. I like. It. Yep, I like it. It's about time. He had to battle Cameron Smith with the mullet, man. He's got a nice little lock of hair out there flowing. Uh-huh. Uh, but, Tony, I was a little nervous, man, because he almost shit the bed a little bit. 
because yeah. it went to a playoff, and then Cameron Smith actually shit the bed really, mm-hmm. um, really? and had a couple of bad shots. I've been so busy golfing in my own life. I just don't have I don't have time to watch golf. I really don't have time. You're getting ready. Golf. You're getting ready for the season now. Yeah, it's a lot going on. Yeah. But what happened? Wait, so. So it went to a playoff, and Cameron Smith, I think he he drove a ball into the rough, and it it was some thick rough, and yeah. then he reteed it and put it almost in the same spot. So at that point, Tony was already in the middle of the fairway. It was closeout time. So John Rom had a Rom had a chance, but he just he kind of fell apart at a, I think it was around fifteen. Yeah. 15. 16, somewhere around there. He did. And it just fell apart for him. Oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> well, Tony won. <laughs> the, Air Max, the Air Max King putting $1.7 million in the in the bank account. Yes, indeed. Oh. Love it. Sounds amazing. Suge, roll to the ladies, man. What did, what did the ladies do this weekend? And the ladies were a great tournament. Um, Anna Norvequist from Sweden finishes with a minus 12 to take her third career major title. So think about that, her third career major title. And she held off a Georgia Hall mandolin Sangstrom and Lizette, Sal- uh, Lizette Salas for the win. Difference in the money, though. There's difference in the money. I was just about to say. Yeah, 807K, which is nice, but it's not 1.7 million. But this, is for a, this was for a major. So the... The turning money is usually a lot less than this, which is not right. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder when we're going to get that figured out. Um, for me, I mean, I understand how there is this like wage gap in like men and women's professional golf. Um, obviously, women's golf isn't getting the same amount of views as men's golf is getting. Mm-hmm. But things like, basketball players wearing the LPGA logo logo sweatshirt and getting more, you know, the LPGA name out there is what's going to like breach that gap. So I think that the LPGA is making like good steps, but we're just going to have to do more of that. I don't, yeah, I don't really know. But the thing is tennis men and women's is the same pay for their Mm -hmm. tennis. I don't know how they do it, but I do know that tennis has reached like equal pay for uh, men and women athletes. Well, and the sponsors. When I look at I, when I look at golf and I look at who is the main sponsors, a lot of the sponsors are the same. But when you look at the money behind it, the money's not. Hmm. Back. That's a problem. Yeah, it Back. is. That's a major problem. Yep. Well, I'm glad the ladies are out there doing their thing. Um. I know that they are on a break this week. Yep. Is, that, is that correct? Yeah. So yeah, they come back the September 4th to the 6th. We got a week off. Right. So we'll get to talk about them next week when we come back. Mm-hmm. Um, but before we get into the BMW championship, you like to have your skin nice and moisturized and protected while you're golfing. And for your eyes, only aesthetics. One of our sponsors does just that. So let's hear from them. Hey golfer, gals and gents. This is Ashley Knight, founder and owner of For Your Eyes Only Aesthetics. Plan on hitting the links? Then you need sunscreen. 80% of all skin aging comes from the sun. So protect yourself while you're on the green with Image Skincare, available only through a trusted esthetician like me. 
When I'm outdoors, my go-to sunscreen is the Prevention Plus Daily Ultimate Protection Moisturizer, SPF 50. A friend of this podcast is a friend of mine. So enter coupon code don't be alarmed at checkout and you will receive 20% off your order. Again, enter coupon code don't be alarmed at checkout to receive 20% off all orders. You can find us at www.youreyesonlyesthetics.com. Again, that's www.youreyesonlyesthetics.com. I'm really not spelling that in the spelling bee, though, for real. No. Yeah. Done. I'm finished. I'm out on that. <laughs> but shout out to the Black Bards for uh, keeping us moisturized in this yep. Colorado heat. It's been a hot one so far. You're going to need that in the heat. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Out there at UNLV, man. She paused. I know. I was saying Colorado. Is it hot over there right now? Yeah. Oh, it's, yeah. It's hot. It's, hot. But it's, not, it's not Vegas hot, though. No. <laughs> But it's hot. It's a little drier there. I mean, it's dry here, but it's dry. Man, it is so dry in Vegas. Yeah. yeah. I, you know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm living it. Shook, give us the rundown of the BMW Championship this week. Well, this is going to take place at the Caves Valley Golf Club in Owing Mills, Maryland. This is a private course. The bread for this one is 9.5 M. So 9.5 million uh, for these golfers out here. Again, we need equal pay for the ladies. So make sure that you guys and the sponsors work on that. Par of 71, this course, 7,226 yards. This course has a rating of 75.3 and was designed by Tom Fazio in 1991. Should be a good weekend of golf. Uh, they got started today. The The first round is done. But um you know, I think that these guys are locked in right now. They're they're ready for this. They're ready to get on, you know, to the FedEx Cup. I mean, I think I can't remember what it, you you know, E, but what is the breakdown? So what is the I mean, I know that what is it, the top hundred and twenty five? It was one twenty five, the first one, and then it's seventy, the mm-hmm. second one, and then you go to East Lake and you try to play for all the bread and, and the points and see what happens. So now is that the top seventy five or the top fifty? Uh, I don't know. Uh, whoever. Yeah, I mean, they're trying to, they're, you know, this is real competitive time, man. The ladies still have, they still have tournaments left before they're, they kind of established the championship, but this is, this is go time for the, for the men. Yep. Big tournaments, big names out there playing. You got DJ, JT, John Rom, Spieth is out there. Colin Morikawa, Cameron Harold Smith. Who? Harold. Yep, Harold Varner. And actually, it's funny you say that. Harold Varner was in the lead all day till he finished. Yep. And Finau. Yep. Yeah, Finau's up there, too. Yeah, come on. You weren't going to mention them? Yeah, I was I was about to get there. I'm sorry, Tori. I'm sorry. Huh? I, I was going to get there, Tori. I'm sorry. <laughs> what a shame. Yeah. So, uh, are those your picks then, Tori? Yes. Okay. For obvious reasons. Okay. Got to support small minority. I like it, Maria. Who, who you got some picks that you want to throw out there? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna have to go with Harold for this one. Okay, nice. I like it, Shug. Well, <clears throat> I'm gonna go with JT. I think he was playing. Uh, he's playing decent. I think he's he's hungry. He's had a lot of things going on with him this year. 
Um, and I like the way that he has done things for other golfers. I really appreciate that. Um, because I, and, and he's a humble person. He doesn't really want the spotlight on him when it comes to that. And I've talked about it before, but I'm gonna go with JT. I also think John Rahm is playing outstanding golf right now. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to go, I'm going to go, I got to go with Tony too. I'm going to throw my third one out there. I got to put Tony in there. The Air Max King. Um, love it. I want to see him win more and more tournaments, man. So those are my picks. I look for, for uh, DJ to make some noise because he's been playing shitty all year. So let's see what happens there. Uh, Finau and Rom, I think, are going to battle it out. But my sleeper is Harold Varner, Tori. I think he's going to slide in there. Everyone's and, underestimating him. He's the underdog. He's going to win. Watch. He's he's playing pretty well, and he played well last week too. He was like up there at the top battling and everything like that and, and just kind of fell off on Sunday a little bit. But if he can close out and keep keep the pressure on him, uh, look out. So it should be he some good golf. He likes to have fun, man. I like to – he's a different personality on the tour. You know, um, real nice, uh, fun-loving kind of guy. And he doesn't really – I mean – you don't really know if he's having a bad day or not. You can't. You can't really tell on his face. So that that's, that's what's up. Because I, man, I've we've played. I've played with a lot of folks who <laughs> emotions are on their sleeve. Broken clubs. <laughs> shit, I broken the club. Seeing cats lose clubs in the water. Everything, man. So, oh god. Harold's Harold's smooth cap. Very smooth. Very diverse picks we had. So let's swing into our diversity story and topic. You guys play golf. You're out there playing and enjoying yourselves. And what happens if the owner of the golf course comes up to you and says, hey, you guys are playing too slow and you guys get to your turn and he has the cops waiting for you and says you need to get off the course. How are you feeling? Is that what happened? Yeah. Yep. So I thought that someone else had called on them, not the, the actual. Yeah. The owner of the establishment called and told the lady, told those, I think it was a, there was five, all, there were five black women. Yep. Three of them left. Two of them stayed behind and were trying to kind of figure out what was going on. And they were, that's when they were asked to leave. And then that's where the cops were called. And it's jacked up, right? Because everything was slow that day on the course. Uh, due to frost and so they played in their five some which is kind of tough i can understand them being a little slow because it's five but they skipped the hole mm-hmm. and they played fast and then as we said three of them dropped out and then at the turn they said that they had exceeded the 20 minute time limit between nine holes and so um you know they they were like oh well we don't understand you know and they were asked to leave and they're like well no we want to we want to play and then the guy comes back and say, we want to refund your money for the membership. And uh, he called the cops because he said he was scared. He didn't want any altercations. And um, it was interesting when it was brought to light that you're not asking this of anybody else that's behind us uh, playing slow. You're you're messing with the two black women. So, yeah. And, and the sloppy, the sloppy ass dudes behind them, you know, this dude's eating a chili dog getting in his cart and shit, you know, with eight beers in his pocket. So it's like, <laughs> you know, I, I, it's just rude, man. I just felt like it was rude. It was unnecessary. I have questions. I have questions. Yeah, go, let, let's talk about it. 
Okay. Was this a public or private course? It was. This one was a, it was a membership course, I think, but you could play there because there was people on, there was people that, that weren't members that were playing with them. So it was, it was, I would, I would assume this is a public course. Okay. Were they allowed to go out as a fivesome? They let them go out as a fivesome. They did. They did. Interesting. And then does it say that people were like calling into the pro shop and saying that they were slow? It did not say. He said that he was watching them and they said that they were going slow. Mm-hmm. Um, so my guess is they were probably getting complaints that they were slow. Um, the mm-hmm. story didn't really mention it. But at that point, at the turn, before the cops were called and they were slow, it's a twosome. So I imagine they're going to play pretty fast because it's two of them. Mm-hmm. But the other ladies left because of the altercation at the turn. That's Correct. why they left. Like they were like, I'm done. Like I'm. They were like, I'm out. I'm not going to deal with this shit. Yeah. And they rolled out. Yeah. I mean, I have obviously not something that similar, but something kind of similar happened to me. Um, when I was in high school, I had a junior membership at a local country club, um, which was great of them to do. They gave like aspiring college athletes um, like free memberships to the country club. And it was nice. Um, I did feel a little bit uncomfortable there, but it was a great place to practice at. And one time I was out on the golf course. Um, I was playing. My mom doesn't play golf, but she was just in a cart watching me. And I was playing as a single and I came up behind a tournament or like it was like men's play. So it was just like a bunch of groups of guys. And I think I told my mom, like, she doesn't know anything about golf. So I told her, like, oh, I think we should, like, skip in front of these guys or something because I was just waiting and waiting on them. And one of the guys in front of me came back to me and was like, oh, we're a group. There's, like, five groups ahead of us. Just go ahead and play through. Like, he was super nice about it. He was like, just go ahead and play through. Not a big deal. And, like, tell the group ahead that you want to play through. You're just a single. It's totally cool. So he was super nice. So I did that. And then I got to the next group. And I was going to tell them that this guy had just said that to me that I could play through. And this guy was so upset. He was like, oh, I could hear him like talking to the guy in his cart. Like, oh, this girl like is just going to play through us. Who does she think she is? Like I, it was so bizarre. And then I was just like, whatever, it's fine. Like I, I'm kind of used to it on the golf course, to be honest. And I just went, went about my business and went through. And like two holes later, the pro shop staff comes out and tells me that I have to leave the course Wow! to get off the course because I was getting too many complaints and I was interrupting the men's play. Um, I found that really, really interesting. I mean, there's a bunch of other girls that play and none of them have ever been asked to leave, get off the course or Mm -hmm. have people call and complain about them when they're just trying to play golf. Like I think it's a pretty normal thing to play through a group Mm-hmm. But um, when you're for, by yourself, especially when you're single, yeah, and you're, I get that. Yeah, but I just remember feeling like definitely unwanted at the at the country club. Uh, don't even get me started on the days when I would have my dad come with me because my mom is actually white, mm-hmm. my dad is black, and when he would come with me, there would every time we would get complaints that there was a strange man at the country club. Oh man. <laughs> Oh hey, what what's the name of this country yeah, club? What, yeah, what, yeah. Where, where <laughs> is that? We're gonna go play there tomorrow. Yeah, 
Uh, this is uh, Green Valley Country Club in Fairfield, California. Oh, man. Hey, wow. Green Valley Country Club. Hey, fuck you, man, for yeah, talk, we, yeah, doing all this shit. To, yeah, we coming over there to bring the Negroes to Yeah, you. Yeah, we're, we're going to podcast right there. Right yeah. there. Right there on the first hole. On man, the first hole. And for real, that's, that is really fucked up. I mean, seriously, like, and that's what I think in this story, I think it was about some of that, too, in terms of, you know, there was I, th- when you looked at who was in front of these ladies and who was behind them, it was a bunch of it was a bunch of men. Yeah. Right. So they had some kind of an issue with those with those ladies being on the course. Now, whether they want to admit that or not, I don't really care. But when you look at it, that's what it was. It was more about these are women and they're women of color and they're fucking up our day. Yeah. Allegedly. Right. And we're going to make it hard and difficult for them, which to me. I don't care who you are, where you come from. I've golfed with every person of color that I can think of. The best day to me is a day when I don't have to be at work and I can be golfing somewhere and I can enjoy being outside and having a conversation with whoever I'm with. So I think if more people would look at it like that instead of being fucking stupid and, oh, well, only men belong out here. No, man, like come on it, it, it is time to get over the bullshit it yeah. is it really is it's, not cool. it's the hardest it is hard because especially being like a, a black woman on the golf course it's like sometimes you don't know really what you're even being discriminated for out there right. it could be because you're a woman and they think you're just too slow or it could be because you're black and their club is too exclusive for you so i don't know it's, it's hard being a black woman uh golfer no doubt no doubt it's a crazy story if you want to check it out man go on golf.com and then they had actually had the youtube video of the altercation on there so if you watch it 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 really will piss you off a little bit when you watch it so (laughs) i remember seeing it a long long time ago but i i mean that's crazy yeah it's it's not good so you know things come back to you though too they will it's going to come back to that golf course and them assholes on that on that course it might not happen right away but it's going to happen at some point for sure so Shug, man you like looking fly man and you always have the right golf gear on well golf gents has the dopest golf gear for the weekend golfer golf gents has an awesome masters line and has some of the dopest golf lids out there if you head over to golfgents.com, you can pick up your dope fly casual weekend golf gear golfgents.com Golf Gents is bringing us the front nine. And so this is a time of our show where we just pick a list. We've done candy. We've done all kind of stuff. And board games. Board games, everything. So we decided since last week Aaliyah's One in a Million was re-released and dropped on so uh, all the streaming music accounts finally after the disputes with her family and everything. We would talk about the top female R&B artists, our favorites. And people are going to hate and say, oh, you miss somebody. And we don't have to listen to that because we don't really care. And you can get these nuts. All right. So, uh, ladies, let's hear some of your top R&B ladies. Like, who's on your list of R&B artists? All time. All All time time ladies. Okay. Oh, that's so hard. Okay, okay. Okay. Music nerd than I am. Just 
Tori, just apply. Tori looks to me. Don't ask. Black card. Don't give to my blackness for not knowing anything. <laughs> no, but, um, oh God, that's hard. Okay, R and B. It could be. It could be through any. Any. Anyone. Yeah, Whatever any. makes you gig yeah. it and happy. Mm-hmm. What you What you ride to in your car. Right. That's what we want to hear. Well. Mm-hmm. Since we're talking about music, I am a playlist kind of person. So I have like, um, can we cuss on this show? Yes. I have a shit ton of playlists. Maria knows this for like everything. So I don't really listen to like a specific artist. If you know, if that makes sense. Sure. It could be blues. It could be, it could be R&B. It could be jazz. I'll stick with R&B. I'll stick with R&B. Okay. Does uh, Mariah Carey, does that count as? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Mariah, I love Mariah. I love MC. Love Mariah Carey. Like you have no idea. Um, who else? Gosh, this is hard. Beyonce. That's okay. kind of pop, right? Yeah, you're She's good. Queen, so Beyonce, Beyonce saw okay? me. Come yeah. on now. Don't even get me started. Okay, Beyonce is the queen. Good. Um, Beyonce. Um, you put SZA on the list. Who? SZA. Yep. Not mine. Oh, 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 whoa. See, that's, why you got it. that's why the list, that, that's why the <laughs> list individual. Listen, because, I mean, she's good, but she only, like, for me, she only has, like, a few songs. And, like, you have to be in that, like, depressing, kind of, like, I just broke up with my boyfriend kind of mood. Or, like, I'm feeling, <laughs> like, oh, her. Like, can't. Her? I like her. Her either. I don't like her either. Oh. My oh. No, I'm, I'm talking about my list now. Because her, I, me, her stop, I need to tell them. I went to, I went to middle school with her. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh shit. Okay. <laughs> she went to middle school with her. Um, okay. Barely <laughs> talked to her. Talked to her once. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, continue. Alicia Keys. I love Alicia Keys. My dad used to know her really well. Oh. So I love Alicia Keys. Um, if you had two more, was it five, whatever? Whatever you want. Whatever, yeah. We had nine. In five. Vogue, because my dad was friends with them as well, so I'm just going off of that. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, okay. Who else? Who else? Mary J. Blige. Love her old albums. Um, just fine. That song got me through it in early. <laughs> um, <laughs> who else? I'll give you one I meant something right there. Huh? But that song meant something to you. Yes. All yeah. right. Um, I'll give you one more. Ooh, who am I listening to right now? I'm not really listening to RB right now. What are you listening to right now? Um <laughs> She listens to ghetto rap music. Oh, I like it. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with that. <laughs> I'm a thug. I'm really a thug. Oh. <laughs> like, you know <laughs> I can't think of the last one. I'll do Aaliyah because I love Aaliyah. Oh, nice. That's can't find that song anywhere. Nope. It's it's still getting released on the whole yeah, issue. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, I'll All right. Maria, you, you got her and SZA. Who else who else you got out here? Um that's gonna be it for me. I'm not a <laughs> that's all folks. <laughs> 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 Yeah, unless you want to put like Olivia O'Brien. Okay, yeah, we're done. We're done. We're done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She has to get her too. She has her too. We're done. 
<laughs> next, next question. All right. Uh, well, I, you know, I'll just roll with my uh, nine. Um, Whitney Houston at the top. And, and the crack. And, oh, yikes. Just saying. Whoa. Just saying. Uh, Mariah Carey, of course. Uh, my mom all used to play Patti LaBelle, Shaka Khan, so I, I fucks with them a little bit. Jill Scott has a yeah. pure voice. Yes, yes, yes. You guys are older than us. Yeah. A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> uh, Aaliyah, though, I fucks with Aaliyah, though. Like, you know, she's good. Janet Jackson. Everyone likes Janet. Beyonce, of course. Oh, you said, yeah, no, yeah. But Janet, because I feel like that was more your time, like my generation. Yeah. I'm a 90s baby, 98. Okay. But like, I don't know. I like a few of her songs, but I'm not, I wouldn't go to a concert. Okay. She can put on a good one. It's it's probably crazy. Like, and then I like Coco from SWV because she can really sing. She's a pure singer. Um, And then... Shug, I'll let you throw your list. I have some honorable mentions out there, and then okay. we'll we'll go. Yeah, so I'm, you know, Mariah Carey is always going to be on the list. I, you know, Janet, Mary J. Blige, I've already been said. Um, Shaka Khan, to me, um, man, just soulful lady. I, I love listening to her music. Queen B, Beyonce, she does it the best right now. Um, you know, uh, Jill Scott, I always I always loved her. She's she's very soulful. And there's something about her that just reminds me of, you know, I have cousins that, that just remind me of her. You know what I mean? That just, there's something about her and the way that she sings, man, that just reminds me of family. Man. She's beautiful. I mean, Jill Scott is hot. I would take her yeah. down for sure. So. But you liked <laughs> what she did with the microphone. Whoa. Yes, oh, I did. Yes, I did. I saw yeah. that. Yes. Yeah. Yes, indeed. She crazy. <laughs> um, Aaliyah. Aaliyah was my crush. Like that was growing up, like, when she came out, that was like it was it. Lalia was it for me, man. Okay. So, um, yeah, that was that was my boo, you know. And everyone has one. I know everyone has one. Don't Whoa. don't look at me crazy, man. Everyone has an artist that they were like, man. I know your other boo I'm, too. No, don't even bring that one up because she's because uh, she's boo boo. No, he he loves Brandy. I hate Brandy. She's terrible. Come on, man. Brandy is horrible. Brandy is the jaw rule of R and B. Come on, man. Jaw rules to- and t- he's terrible. So I'm yeah. just gonna tell you. I'm just I'm just gonna let me finish my list, okay? Okay, I'm, I'm sorry. Gonna, I'm sorry. I'm not gonna talk about I'm Brandy. Sorry. I'm sorry. Ray J is better than Brandy, okay? Okay, no. Ray J's a star. <laughs> that's that's my opinion. This is my list. Um Etta James. Etta James, man. She could sing. Now that girl could sing, not sing. She could sing. Mm, okay. Etta James, man, she she would, man, she would listening to her. I would, uh, you know, some of my older family, you know, growing up, they would listen to Etta James. So I just remember that being at different barbecues, things like that, um, and hearing hearing Etta James. So that's my list. Okay, well, I'm gonna bring back honorable mention Brandy. Okay, boo, boo. okay. I did have LMA, her, SZA, uh, Erica Badu, mm-hmm. Lauren Hill. Hey, uh, y'all like that new Lauren Hill and Nas? I haven't listened to it. You need to go out you there. And after this, after nice. when we're done here, you need to go listen to that immediately. Yes, it's very nice. You'll you'll like it, especially yeah. if you 
you know, you're in the rap mood. But you, as I heard, that's that's hip hop. I heard you you like into the ghetto shit. So what are you? Are you? Are you a thug? So you probably listening like G Perico and shit like that. Rito, Coach Ice. Oh, yeah, yeah. She listened to the shit we banging. Mozzie, all Mazi. these guys. Yeah, so what's his name? Uh, Scuba, Scuba Doll. Yeah, are you, are you, have you been listening to Larry June? And Oh, let you, if y'all ain't jamming to Larry June, you need to get on that. I listen to certain, I listen to the songs I like, so I gotta look at the artists. Okay. Yeah. Larry, nice. June is, Larry June is cold. He's cold. So, we like that. So, now we'll get out the music. And we're going to go into asking you guys some questions. These are rapid fire questions. You oh can just God. get to it and then I'm we'll nervous. go from there. No, they're, they're great. They're easy. So favorite club he's in scared. your bag. He's scared right now. Yeah. <laughs> favorite club in my bag? Yeah. Um, eight iron. Driver because I've been hitting it really good so far. Oh, nice. Music or no music while you're playing? Oh, no music. No music. Uh practice like before i go out on the golf course music okay uh is it cool to rock red on sundays when you're playing like tiger or no yeah it's cool okay 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 what's your favorite shoe that you would turn into a golf cleat can you hear me sorry i can't hear you guys yeah yeah can you hear us Uh uh-oh can you hear her? Can you hear? Yeah, I can hear her. Yeah, we can hear you. Yeah. Maria, can you hear us? Uh-oh. <laughs> she's she might have trying, lost her for a second. She's trying to get out of the fire <laughs> <laughs> She said, enough with your questions. I'm the fuck yeah. out of here. <laughs> um, you so- hear us now? Oh, oh, she'll join back. She'll join back. But tell us what's your what's your favorite shoe that you would turn into a, a golf cleat if you could? Oh God, that's so hard. Well, they've already kind of done it because I'm a big Nike. Mm-hmm. I'm a Nike girl, so I mean the Air Maxes. They've done that. They've done like the Jordans. So pretty, I don't have like one shoe right now that I've looked at because I haven't really been. I've been trying not to do that because I'm a shopaholic. Sure. So I don't really have one be honest maybe like a converse converse would be cool yeah like okay, okay. Top, Those i was having technical difficulties i couldn't hear you no you're good it's all you're, good you're back <laughs> uh what's your favorite shoe that you would turn into a golf cleat maria um maybe my vans oh i was, gonna, nice. I was about to say vans for her i was like she's gonna say vans yeah I would say Converse to be different from than the Nike because Nike already has done a lot of golf shoes. Yeah. Nice. All right. Sure. Next question, bro. This is a, this is on you. Your next question. Oh me. Oh, oh, oh shit. Okay. Uh, so on the course, are you rocking a visor, fitted, bucket hat, or no hat at all? Can I say both? Sure. This is all. Yeah, all of the above for yeah, me. Depends on the scenario, the temperature, the mood, mm. the, okay. the rest of the fit. Exactly. So there is there is thought into the outfit. Yeah, love it. When love you look it. good, you feel good, and when you feel good, you play good. Okay, yeah. all right. Okay. No better Definitely than that. Visors in the summer, bucket hats in the summer, um, hats the rest of the year. Beanies. I'm a big winter beanie golfer. 
Yeah, she loves beanies. Oh. I can't really get into it. With the puff ball on top. Oh, yeah. shit. Okay. Oh, wow. yeah. full, full gusto. <laughs> you should make uh, a black golfer girl's beanie. Hey, yeah. hey. Good. Go We're, ahead. We have things in the work, yeah. okay? Let's All right. Keep down the... All right. All right. <laughs> Don't forget us. Don't forget it. Oh, you're our first, you know, we we're you're our first podcast. Yeah, well, never we enjoy you being on and if you um you know we enjoy it. We seriously do. It's it's good to have our you know guests on here and you know um you know to you talking about your experience with golf it means it means a lot to our listeners. It really does. So favorite course that you've played. hard um i would say that court lane and golf club of georgia are tied at number one this is so hard especially since i'm in vegas now i've gotten i've got i've gotten some new courses yeah um favorite golf course i played Ooh. well i'll give you time to think have you guys seen photos of court lane I have. Yeah, it's yeah. so nice. It was so fun taking the little boat to the island green. And I was actually terrified. So I played a tournament there. And I was terrified <laughs> of the water on that hole. It was so windy. There was like a storm. It was crazy. And their driving range, actually, you hit into the, the lake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, I have mine. Okay, go ahead. I'm just going to be basic and say Bears Best. Just because I love that course. But I have so many other courses. I can't choose one. Vegas? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Um, are you actively, I know you are, Tori. Are you actively tracking your handicap? And if so, what is your handicap right now as it sits? I'm not tracking my Oh, no. you're not? Oh, okay. No, no I don't really, I mean, does any serious golfer do that? I don't do that. Because, um, I mean, when you play tournaments, like like college tournaments, they put your, they input your scores for you. Yeah. Really and like, even regular tournaments, like I've never really, like I, I, I know my handicap, like when I'm playing tournaments, but I don't, it's just for like to get into certain tournaments. Because, you know, like some tournaments you can't even enter if your handicap's like above a five or something like that. Sure. So, but yeah, not that big of a deal. Just go out and score. Nice. Doesn't matter. <laughs> All right, fast or slow play? Fast. Fast. Okay. What's your bucket list golf course? Like, if you could play it, it's on your list before you die. Which course are you playing? Hmm. I don't have one. <laughs> oh. Um, there's like a, on Instagram, I see like a bunch of courses that are like so cool. There's one that's like in, I think it's like in Utah or something. It's like in between canyons and stuff. And it looks so cool. I love desert courses. Mm. A lot of people like ocean courses. They're nice, but desert courses are really cool looking to me. I would say my my dream, which is going to happen is the LPJ event in Dubai. Oh, Oh, nice. So beautiful. Like, Oh, uh, don't even get me started. At night, mm. have you seen pictures? You got to yeah. play at night there. It's so beautiful. You're gonna have to. It is so yeah. hot. It's hotter than it is where you are now. 
Shit. It'll burn your ass up out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, those are our, um, you know, just our back nine. So our crowd can get to know you a little bit and see what you see what you're about. But this is our most popular part of the show. So it's the hate of the week. So we give you a little bit of time to get on your soapbox about what you're hating on, what pissed you off this week, and you can vent and let it go, and then we send that hate to the upper room. So, ladies, what are you hating on this week? Maria, what are you hating on this week? Um, What am I hating on? We're so positive. We really don't have to be <laughs> Actually, like, we're not being, like, cliche. Like, our whole thing is, like, we're trying to become more positive people. Yeah. So all of the like negativity and hate, we literally just block out because Yeah, we already let it up anyways, just as, as it comes in, it just goes straight up. Well, I like um, I like that, but you gotta have something like like you know, I don't know. Like I'm gonna you, mess up your order at Chipotle. Yeah, shit. So I'll go first. I'll let Maria think a little bit more. Oh, you have school. Yeah, oh my god. Oh. Let's see? There you go. <laughs> okay, I can meet on some. So we have <laughs> So we have in-person classes now, which I fucking fucking with a capital F hate. Okay. I'm trying to be a better person. Like I'm an, I'm nice. Maria says I mean. I'm not mean. I'm nice. Um, I just I'm not I'm a people person, but I don't like being around everybody that much, if that makes sense. Especially now. Now we have in-person classes, and especially with, like, COVID, Mm -hmm. this girl. So the classrooms are kind of small, and I was sitting in a seat, and I had my backpack on the other seat. You know, I did that whole move because I didn't – because sits feet, I wasn't trying to be super close to anyone. But then out of all the seats that were open, this girl and this other guy and then another dude decide to come in my section out of all of the open seats and sit right next to me. And I was very annoyed. And they didn't smell good. And it was an hour class. And it was just horrible. Mm-hmm. I mm. thought of mine. Okay. <laughs> I got a parking ticket. The other day for $70. Oh, oh. Hey, that ain't cool. I have one more hate. Okay, <laughs> go ahead. Yeah. Now they're just flowing out. Now it's flowing out. Let, let yeah. it go. Yeah. This is what I was trying to avoid. <laughs> <laughs> when I was in LA visiting Maria, I got two parking, not one, two parking tickets. The one happened the day, and then the next day I got another one. Hmm. <laughs> that's a life, yeah. That's a life for you, though. Were they? Just, I have to ask. Were they in different spots? It was a di- Ooh. like were they were they were they close together or were they? Different? Yeah, no, they were close together. Yeah. Wait, how so, much was yours for? I, the first one, they were like, "Oh, you were parked inside of a fire extinguisher," <laughs> but I wasn't. I wasn't like I wasn't. Okay. <laughs> so and, then the one, 
The second one, I don't even remember what the second one was for. So stupid. I hate LA. <laughs> That's probably more expensive than mine if it was up against a... What was this called? And people driving in Vegas hate that. They don't know how to drive. <laughs> oh, I believe that. I've, I've, I've seen it. And the heat over here. I'm over here dying every day. <laughs> every day. <laughs> you can't Go let outside. her start. You can't let her stop. <laughs> Going outside. Oh, I'm about to die. Like, not even one second of nice, cool air. Nope. You're dying. Going back, getting the car, burning your ass. So there is like, I mean, you got to have AC out there. If your AC goes out, you're fucked. It doesn't matter. You you don't understand. It doesn't matter. (laughs) It doesn't matter. The AC is hot. You turn on the AC in your car, it's warm air. (laughs) So in the the carts out there, what do they do? Do they do anything for the heat? Like, do they... No. These large ass fans on the green thinking it's going to do something. Mm. All it's doing is just blowing the hot, blowing air, hot air around air in your face. Yeah, that's fucked up. Fuck that. Those are my hate mm. okay. for the week. All right. <laughs> I appreciate it. You're positive. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, I'm hating on. I'll let you go last year because you always have some crazy shit to say. Okay. But. I'm hating on some entitled people. So I got a daughter who who's in Spanish class. And uh, so for the first three to four minutes, the teacher's speaking in Spanish and everybody's like involved and everything like that. All of a sudden, I call this dude, Ron, interrupter Ron interrupts and says, are you going to speak Spanish this whole time? You know, this is this is America. That's his whole attitude that he had. Mm. And uh, I said, Ron. Uh, your kids in Spanish class, dickhead. Uh, we're sitting in a back to school night, and uh, Ron wants to interrupt the Spanish teacher. So rude, Ron and his wife banged Brittany because she had the old school bangs from the eighties and shit. You know, y'all need to get it together, man. And I'm gonna talk about y'all. If I see you again, Ron, I'm gonna let you know a couple of things with your punk ass out there. And uh, I might speak. I can't even speak great Spanish, but I'm going to speak some shit to you and see if you're going to tell me to speak English and we we can have an ordeal from there. And then my second one, hate is should we played a lot of golf this summer. Mm-hmm. As you know, I'm the champ of our heart, oh. of our hard not slice tournament. <laughs> and um, we play some nice courses and paid some fees. And the cart girl action has been bullshit yeah terrible 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 we can show up and they will tell us that all the cart girls out there and she'll show up on hole two and 16 what the fuck am i gonna do with a drink on 16 i am getting ready to go into the clubhouse and drink anyway so you could have hit me up on 10 4 through 9 12 I mean, and we're nice tippers and we we have fun and buy shots and everything. And so the cart game action, the cart girl action this summer, it's just been been on some bullshit. So I'm hating on that, too. So, Shug, it's on you. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, And I appreciate everyone sharing that hate. But I'm going to take this hate uh, to my neighbor because... You know, I'm going to I'm just going to I'm going to I'm going to lay out a scenario for you guys here. Let's say that you have a job 
And you usually, you know, usually if you have a job, you can probably get that job to help you out and to do something for you, right? Because they may provide services or do something that they can help you out as an individual. This motherfucker that lives next door to me, okay, lives with his mom who never is there. She, she's, I don't know what the fuck she does, but he's living here by himself. So he's maybe 20, I think maybe 20 or 21 now. This motherfucker works for a landscaping company. But there ain't one thing landscaped out in the front of his shit. <laughs> He's sorry, motherfuckers. Come pick his ass up at 630, 7.15, honking the horn and all this shit, even on the weekends. Oh, no. And these sorry motherfuckers can't even pick up a rake or anything else to fix his shit. And he, this is this is what cracks me up because it's comedy. Like this is the shit you cannot. I can't even write this. I can't. I'm a communications person by trade. That's what I do. I build content, write stories, just produce shit. Okay. I can't make this shit up over here. <laughs> this dude has had every. So not even not even the landscaping, but I don't know how you can get a car, and then every other car after you get that first car is worse than the original one. <laughs> I don't know. This shit is impossible. Okay. So I'm just saying that this, my hate is that this motherfucker needs to get his shit together over here. Put some water on that grass, get a lawnmower. Cause I'll pick my weeds and I throw them in his shit. Oh, okay. No, they don't know because they, they have no fucking idea. So I just pick my shit up and I figure it's not even worth me putting it in the trash. Might as well join the rest of its friends over there. <laughs> wow. So that's my hate. And fuck my neighbor. He's an asshole. Yeah. He's nuts. All day. And that wraps up our. Hey, 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 Rich. We don't hate on Motocaddy. And you know why? Hell no. Hell no. They hook us up. They gave us. A M5 GPS DHC electric caddy with downhill control, electric parking brake, nine speed settings, GPS, onboard charging, and many other features. Along with the dry golf bag, keep your shit from hey. getting wet. Man, them bags are amazing and they're light. Yeah, amazing. They shake off the water. They the water take- just runs off. It gets scared. It's beautiful. Uh, Moto Caddy, the number one cart company in the world, can get you right. For the course today. So head over to motocaddy.us and check out all the dope push carts and bags they have to offer. That's motocaddy.us. So uh, love it. Motocaddy is bringing us the golf gigging song of the week. So enough. And Rich, since you had a crush on this one, uh, let's hear it. I'm going to say this is a shout out to my crush, my early crush, my boo. Maria <laughs> is one in a million. I know I'm going to get some hate on that, but I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Uh, Aaliyah's a great lady, man, and she was well ahead of her time and gone too soon. That's what I'm going to say. Well, let's hear from Aaliyah. Let's do it. Between me and you, I feel like chemistry. 
Shook, I saw you over there grinding and shit in your seat and shit. Don't be starting that shit, man. <laughs> Whoa. I saw it too. I saw it. <laughs> man, you was feeling that shit. I, you hey, were imagining you my, was in the video and shit. That's my boo, man. Come on, dog. Damn. Okay. Oh, my boo. Shout out to Aaliyah. Yeah. Gone Word. too soon. Yeah. Sure. So we're at the end of the show. And this is the part where we give our shout outs to everybody and let everybody know where they can find us. So. Ladies, Tori, give your shout outs and let the people know where they can find you. All right. All right. Hi, everyone. You can find my personal IG at ToriJJ1500. And make sure you guys go follow our TikTok, Black Golf Babes, B-L-K-G-O-L-F-B-A-B-E-S. And it's the same thing for our Instagram. Please go follow us, support us. We're continuing to grow every day and we're excited. Yeah. And if you are a female golfer, black golfer out there, go ahead and DM us a photo of you or tag us in the photo that you post and so that we can see it and that we can bring a spotlight to you and share you on our page. And make sure you don't look like Scooby-Doo. No, sorry. ignore that. All right, sorry. Everyone is beautiful. Every black guy has a wig on. Beautiful. We'll post you. Okay. Hey. All right. You're well. going to get some folks out there with wigs on now. For the show. We're going to send you some. Okay. Shug, shout outs? Yeah. You know, as always, you know, uh, shout out to my family, um, you know, for holding it down for me. Um, appreciate it, you know, letting us kind of do what we do. Um, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's not an easy thing, but this is a grind. We, we want to make sure that we're telling people, sharing stories and, and bringing, you know, a different view of golf and diversity to the, to the forefront. So, you know, that's why we're here. So I appreciate my family. Um, appreciate the fellas had a great, great summer with the hard knock slice crew. Um, you know, uh, just can't say enough how much, um, my summer was enhanced by playing golf with, with good, really good people. So, um, you know, uh, that's about it for me, man. I'm going to keep it simple. All right. Well, shout to my fam. Shout to the Bushwood Country Club. Uh, the Hard Knock Slicers, you know, because. The champ is here. The champ is All day. Uh, shout out to, to the ladies, Tori and Maria, for joining us. We appreciate you taking time out and, and coming hanging out with the Negroes. You know, we appreciate you. Um, Thanks for having us. Right great. on. Uh, shout out to the Red Cup boys. Uh, that's the other podcast for other sports that will be dropping, what, two weeks when the football season starts. That's yeah. going to be a lot of fun and a lot of fuckery because our friends are crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, so make sure you check that out. And all the listeners, we fucks with you. And all the haters, we fucks with you too when you send us hate mm-hmm. and everything. And we're, we're going to continue talking about your mamas and your kids and everything else and, and talking about this game of golf. So wrap us up, Shook. Yeah, and if your kid looks like Ice-T's kid, man, you would <laughs>
Oh my gosh. I'm going Jeez. back to that. I just had to get it. We got to get it in one more time, man. Goodness <laughs> gracious. No, nah, but hey, take care of yourself. Jokes is jokes, man. We all That's have true. Fun. But um, seriously, man, take care of yourself, but make sure you take care of each other. Um, you know, look out on your folks that are you haven't looked out on for a minute. Make sure they're okay. So with that, we want to say peace. And we're out of here. Hurrah. Don't be alarmed, we're Negroes. We're complete. This is El Negro.